Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. Hi again, I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Marie Green, and this week's creative pep talk is all about white space, about giving yourself a little blank page in your schedule and in your life. We're going to talk about what it is, why you need it, and how to get more of it. So let's get started. As creative people, we have a tendency to have our fingers in lots of different pies, or at least I know I do. I think it's just the nature of being creative that we're always in love with the process and the experience of doing something. It's a growth mindset. It's all about new ideas, making something from nothing and bringing our thoughts into form. And it's that eagerness to be ever doing, making, building, and nurturing the seedlings of new ideas that can get us into a little bit of trouble sometimes. Now, I'm the first to recommend trying all the things. I certainly love to do that, and I'm really into never saying no to a great new adventure, but what I've learned is that inspiration sometimes needs a little fertile soil to grow, and we can accomplish that with something I like to call white space. White space is that wiggle room in your day or in your week maybe in your month, if that's all you can come up with, that allows you to just be, to think without any other pressing demand on your time. It's the clean blank page of your mental notebook. It's a cloudless sky on the sunniest day. It's free reign to think thoughts you've never entertained before. I know that probably sounds like a luxury, and when my boys were small, I definitely struggled to find two quiet minutes to rub together, but quiet minutes are what we need sometimes, and it's worth stretching a bit in order to find them. White space is having room to breathe. It's a chance to think through what's come and gone, to decide what you loved and what you didn't love about what's going on in your life, what you want more of and what you want to avoid next time. It's processing time for your thoughts. I'm not talking about hour-long meditations or some kind of elaborate ritual either. It doesn't have to be like that. What matters is that it's a chance to let your thoughts run wild and see where they go. Now, this is going to date me, but when I was a very little girl, I remember the TV turning to static at a certain time of night. I remember spending the night with a friend and watching the weirdest TV shows into the wee hours until finally, there was no more programming to be had. Nothing. We just had to turn off the TV and go to bed because frankly, it was way past our bedtime anyway. But there weren't even infomercials. It was just static. Being constantly surrounded by other people's ideas, other people's opinions, and other people's advice can be stifling sometimes. We start hearing everyone else's voices in our heads, and it can drown out our own voice. And when we're constantly surrounded by noise and 24-7 there are things to listen to and do and read and see, it's really hard to find your own voice in all of that chaos. But here's the thing, creating white space 
isn't easy to do, and that's why we probably struggle a bit with doing it. We live in this age of constant distraction and constant accessibility, and while I'm not complaining about the convenience of that because I am as addicted to it as the next person, there are disadvantages to being connected 24-7. In fact, I was just thinking the other day about how resistant I was in the beginning when it came to getting a cell phone. This was a long time ago. But I remember thinking, I didn't want people to have access to me all the time, no matter where I went. Now I can't imagine going anywhere without my cell phone. But in the beginning, it felt like an invasion of privacy. Isn't it funny how we adapt to a new normal over time? And the new normal we've adapted to is a noisy one most of the time, with a lot of moving parts to keep us constantly distracted. A friend of mine recently said, it's all well and good to be doing the busy work, but who's steering the ship? Who's looking at the big picture? That's what white space is for. If you're feeling like you often get caught up in the minutiae and you're in survival mode or chronically busy mode, which I know I am, I'm as guilty as can be, then you are in need of white space. And I am saying this as much for myself as for anyone else. Here's what white space looks like. It looks like a morning ritual with a cup of tea and a notebook. It looks like a long walk with nothing but the sounds of the world outside. It looks like toes in the sand or an evening by a campfire or a night staring at the stars. It's sitting on your back porch in the sunshine, taking some slow, long breaths and dreaming up the possibilities of what's next in your life. It's stealing away for an afternoon coffee with your bullet journal and an hour to spare. White space is about allowing yourself to think your own thoughts, dream your own dreams, and outline a plan for your own life without input from the peanut gallery. When you allow yourself white space, you are able to more clearly think through problems you're facing. You'll find creative solutions that hadn't occurred to you before. You'll be able to weigh out your decisions more thoughtfully. And think about the big picture of your life. What do you want to change? What do you want more of? Who and what might be part of your life that doesn't feel like the right fit anymore? What brings you the most joy? What worries you? And is there a different way you can think about that thing that's been weighing on you? Once upon a time, I read a book, and I hesitate to even say the name of the book or the author because I'm not 100% sure that it came from the book I'm thinking of, but the author said that we often recycle the same thoughts over and over, and we call it thinking. But thinking implies creating new thoughts, and to do that, we need a little room for those thoughts to form. Otherwise, our head becomes an echo chamber, and it's hard to get anywhere new when we're stuck in an endless loop of the same ideas over and over. So here's what it takes to get a little white space for yourself. First, put everything you're doing on a calendar. I am notorious for only putting my actual appointments and meetings on a calendar and then leaving the rest with this vague like work time scribbled over the days, knowing in my head what I need to do in that time, but not actually writing it on the calendar. The problem with this approach, and trust me on this, because I've been the victim of my own lazy calendaring more than once, is that you can shove a lot of extra stuff into a vague, empty space. 
nature abhors a vacuum, right? So if I see a blank spot on my calendar, I'll fill it up. Even if there's a lot of work that's already supposed to be filled in that spot, if I didn't write it down, then I'll think to myself, oh, sure, I have time. And I'll agree to far more than I can realistically do in the amount of time I have available. I end up not giving myself any wiggle room, zero space or time between obligations because I was too vague about where that time was supposed to be going. I do get it all done, but at what cost? Can you relate to this at all? Maybe this is just a personal problem that I have because I know this is something I struggle with a lot. How do you feel about your day when it's booked solid? I've recently started doing something called time blocking, which I think I'm going to do a whole episode about later on, because the more I do it, the more I'm loving how much it's changing the way I approach each day. So stay tuned for that future episode. Anyway, it's helping me get really clear about what happens when, and it's making it easier for me to see how I can give myself a little white space. So maybe you're awesome at the way you plan your days and you don't need this advice at all. And if you are good for you, because, oh, that's super impressive. I know it's really hard to do, but if you're like me and you find that your days often end up packed full, leaving little or no time for your own thoughts or sanity, try this, try this approach. Number two, pause before you say yes. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, but if you want white space in your life, you have to leave room for it. And if you say yes to everyone that asks something of you, you'll never have anything left. Check your calendar, check in with yourself, and wait a day if you can before you commit to something new. Because everything you say yes to means you have to say no to something else. Number three, schedule the white space. If you don't schedule the time, you're not going to get to it. So make sure it's on your calendar and give it a really important sounding name so you're more likely to stick to it. And then once you've scheduled it, number four, make it a routine. When white space becomes part of your ritual, part of your self-care and your regular schedule, you'll start to rely on it. You'll love the clarity you get by giving yourself the opportunity to think and doodle and dream You don't even have to have a plan. You don't have to go into it thinking exactly what you want out of it. Just give yourself that blank page and let your mind run wild. You don't know what you might come up with. Number five, don't think of white space as optional because if you do, it will be super easy to give that time away to something else. White space will help you be the best version of yourself. Your creative ideas will flow more freely, your problem-solving skills will improve, and even your heart rate's likely to slow down a bit, at least according to my Fitbit. When you do settle into your white space routine, this is number six, really give yourself over to it. Don't take your phone with you. Don't be checking email. Have a notebook with you for new ideas and just let your mind wander a bit. Don't even give yourself a specific problem to solve. Sometimes the best ideas happen on accident when you're not even looking for them. Heck, invite a friend and sit and enjoy a little white space together. Just bouncing ideas back and forth. If you have somebody you really trust and you would just love that creative play off of someone else, try that. See if that helps you get into the rhythm. You are a creative soul. You're a maker of things and a generator of ideas. 
giving yourself white space is a way to draw out more of that good stuff, more ideas, more solutions, more creative juices, bigger dreams, and more clarity about what you want to create for yourself. So here's my challenge to you. In the next couple of weeks, sit down and start looking at your days. Get specific on your calendar. And like I said, I'll share more detail on this time blocking thing I'm doing down the road to see if that might be something you'd enjoy trying as well. But find a little window of time. Doesn't have to be a lot. But if you can give yourself two hours with a notebook and a cup of tea once a week, every other week, even once a month, if that's all you can do, you will be surprised what comes of it. And if this is new territory for you, give yourself time to get used to it. It can definitely be hard to sit down with a blank page and no real plan. It takes practice. But the more you do it, the more you'll start to rely on that time as a way to generate new ideas and sort of process the things in your head. When you take away the fences and the pressure of what other people are thinking and doing, you'll open a whole new world of possibility. And in turn, that can completely change the course of your creative life. You might accidentally stumble upon an idea that could change everything. It might be the idea you've been waiting for. So that's it for this week. Here's hoping for a little white space in your life, a little chance for clarity and calm and new ideas to come. Until next time, you've got this. 